Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the counter room floor. Best of future, present, and past. Get ready for the Beer Breath Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Beer Breath Podcast. It is the 1st of June, so we're almost halfway there. On today's episode, we'll be talking about if we were to start golf over, what pro attribute we would like. Um, the spelling bee also just wrapped up, so we are going to give that a crack uh, as a team here. Uh, but before we do that, we have to start every show like we start every show and tap the keg. So, Tanner, do you want to get us started? Yeah, I found out recently that I am going to be um, walking through the pearly gates of heaven um, at work. There's a dude, he's a pastor, and I, I was getting nervous going, talking oh, to wait, him. Hold on, never mind. Sorry, go ahead. I thought that was going way was, different. <laughs> I always get like super nervous when I talk to him because I never know, like you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. Even I can't control it. And this dude's like super cool and like a really big, like he has like season, like KU football tickets, basketball tickets. Like he's like super cool. And, uh, I'm always like worried I'm going to say something. Well, we're both off on Mondays. He's like, Hey, you want to start going golfing? I'm like, Oh Jesus Christ. I'm going to like say something and offend him. And well, we went golfing yesterday or, um, uh, Sunday and I didn't say any cuss words. I didn't say any Jesus Christ or anything. And well, I think uh, he told the big man upstairs. So I think I'm good. That's you want, impressive. You want golf on God's Day on Sunday? Yeah, I'm not Mormon. Church? <laughs> no, I thought you said he was a pastor. He is a pastor. So, so did you go like he in all Sunday off? Yeah, it was that day or was it Monday when I had the Snapchat I was golfing? Thank I think it was Monday. <laughs> oh, it was, it was Monday then. My, okay, okay. I was going to say, I was yeah. like... <laughs> Regardless, that is impressive playing a full round without cussing. Yeah. I could probably... Yeah, I was that. really nervous. I was... Because, I mean, even sometimes you just say, Jesus or damn it. And I... I even when I even when I hit a bad, it was, it was good. I'll do better next time. Yeah, I have a hard enough time not throwing a club when I go out. That's what I've been trying to do is like not throw a club or snap it over my knee. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut your story off like before it even started, Tanner. I just thought like when you said, found out I'm going to heaven and then you started out with, I was at work and then just based on what you've said in the past I thought that we were going to be real uh, real out there. But no, that's impressive. You were going to be ousted. How did he golf? Was he good for a pastor? Did the, did the power dude, of Christ compel? He's, dude, he kind of has like, he's a big dude. Like, if you saw him on the street, like you wouldn't think he was a pastor because he's got like these big ass fucking forearms and calves, like. But he, he uh, like a pastor can't move weight around. Like a pastor can't be fit. How do you envision no, pastors? No, I'm just saying, like, because like I was Catholic, so you're used to seeing these fucking skinny ass dudes with, or these big ass dudes with like gray hair, and they wear those big ass uh, Star Wars cloaks. And like, you see, you see him, and he's dropping like basketball stats, and then he's like, "Hey, what do you think is gonna happen with them firing the AD?" And I'm like. I didn't think that the middleman between me and God would be talking about KU football. Like, it's pretty awesome. You think he does preacher girls? <laughs> he looks at you, he's like, check out his forearms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, dude, he's pretty fucking good. But this is how cool he is, dude. He had uh, the day off uh, today, too, and he, like, loves baseball and shit so much. He, like, flew out to Baltimore just to watch a random game of them playing the Yankees. That's awesome. Like, he, just, yards. he just does shit like that. Been there. That's cool. Hmm. I don't think that's how religion works but i understand where you're going there too <laughs> he's just supposed to be studying the bible and nothing the, more <laughs> the middleman yeah. between me and god okay. i guess kind of in a roundabout way trey um 
so we, we put talk about golf all the time. Um, uh, I try to stay involved and do as much as possible because I, I drink beer and eat shitty food all the time. Um, so I try to do as much as I can to just move around. Uh, sl- uh, played some basketball. We've talked about that on the podcast before. Played some volleyball. Talked about that. Recently picked up what I thought was going to be like the most plain Jane, zero risk old man sport ever when slow pitch softball. Um, I've played a couple times before. Uh, um, third game of the year. Just played um, – recently uh showed up for the first two games didn't warm up one minute like walked onto the field threw the ball twice from shortstop because i got pinholed into playing shortstop and cool all right my shoulder's not warm but i probably won't stop a ball anyways all right hit the ball run around the bases game's over fine third game i'm like man i've really been risking it i better go warm up get there like 40 minutes before game time I'm like running from first base to the pole, like getting a good, getting a good jog and getting a good warm up, uh, throwing the ball for a good 15 minutes. I'm like, man, I'm feeling good. Sweet. Take a couple hacks, you know, swing the bat a couple times and, uh, played in the first couple innings. I'm playing the outfield. I had like three putouts the first two innings. Feeling great. Then I go to the, to bat, hit a pretty solid little, uh, it was a pretty solid grounder to shortstop. I mean, it's slow pitch. I'm still trying to get the timing right. Take off running. I'm still fairly fast. Um, slip on a real baseball field like the the field is like real dirt instead of the shit we played on the other times slip and in recovery just shredded my hamstring <laughs> just absolutely destroyed it of course like the games I showed up and just walked on the, onto the field I was uh, fine and I and then the one game I actually like d- like consciously warm up I fucked myself up um, so the, the moral of the story is it sucks getting older every time I'm like I was walking into work the next day people are like what happened I told them they're like man sucks to get old that's what everybody says. It's like I'm not even old yet, man, but I can I can feel it. Got miles on the body. So also don't stretch, kids. That's the other moral. Of the yeah, story. moral of the story is just stretch, show up and play. Stretching is overrated. Yeah, we're around stiff as a board. It's hard to even go through slow pitch softball without talking about the fighting chili windlings in in Corec. Yeah, when we were in college, the most impressive feat of all time. Yeah, we made it to the second round of the playoffs, and we didn't win a game. Damn. In fact, we got run ruled every time but once. Well, yeah. That is impressive. That sounds right. Yeah. Sounds also like the bracket was a little jacked up. I okay. don't remember exactly how it happened. Well, I think I don't remember either, but all I know is the first game of the playoffs, the team didn't, they had a forfeit. Mm-hmm. And so we actually did play just like the game. Like we're just like, we're like, we're here, so why don't we play? And they had, like, seven people, and we still barely beat them, I think. I think we lost, actually. And no, that was like, I think we won. but Well, we couldn't have won, or else that makes the so story invalid. that would make sense that... Well, it, was a, it was a fake game. Oh, okay. It would... It makes it sound like you just beat the number one seed. If you got run-rolled every game, you're obviously going in at the last seed, right? And you play the one seed? It could have been. Maybe the two it seed? Was the same, it was the same team that beat us, like, 150 to zero. Wow. Knock out the top it dog. Was that same team. They just were scared to death. They knew you guys were on upset alert. They're like, yeah. shit, the we chili break really right. We break they, They're like, can, shit, the chili one. Like, I can still remember game. Kurt in the outfield. Like, the ball would get hit, and he'd, like, put his head down and go run after it because there's no fences. <laughs> that was just miserable. Just, like, it would get hit. Anything off the bat, I can't fucking see anyways, so I just hear it, basically. And then I just turn around and run backwards <laughs> since there's no fences. You could hit it four million yards if you wanted to. It still wouldn't be a home run. They'd no. stop the run. <laughs> And then I still have to go get the ball. So, like, I run all the way there. 
can't throw it back <laughs> in. Guy's already done running. It's like, all right, well, he's running back like Sandlot. It was nice. There's that one field uh, that there was like a little construction fence around. I don't know if that was there when you guys played, but one of the fields, there was like a little construction fence, just a temporary fence that was around like some trees or something. Uh, so you could hit it there and it'd be a home run. But other than that, you're running after it. It's irresponsible, honestly. Whoever made that. Put a kind fence up. Yeah. Grow Fucking up. and Grow up. But uh, on, on Trey's point, I've haven't played basketball in two years because of my back. So I, I gave up playing basketball because every time I'd play, if I'd jump when I landed, I would like, I don't know if it would slip a disc or what, but I'd be out of like basically hard to walk for six to eight weeks. So oh um, my God. A- after I did that for the third time, I was like, all right, I got to just stop playing basketball. <laughs> so that's, that's brutal for me. So I, I, I haven't really played a competitive sport since then. It also sucks because it's like, you're in that age when there's the old guys that still play sports, but we're like 24 to 27 or eight. And so you're just like trying to like, it still hurts obviously, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. anybody who pulls their hamstring, you know, that fucking sucks or anything with your back sucks. But the old guys are like, Oh, you're young. You don't know pain yet. And it's just like, mm-hmm. no, like I know that whatever I am young, <laughs> but. I'm also fast, hey, slow, and can't jump, like tr- I said earlier. Little piece of story I didn't share. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to the last, uh, got to uh, the last inning, and we needed to score to go to extras. Uh, didn't stop playing, by the way. I just went to catcher. Uh, so I step up there, and I'm swinging with my arms, <clears throat> and we're down two runs. There's runners on second, third, two outs. What do you think happened? Naturally, um, just striped the ball right off third base. I swung with my arms and hit it straight at third base, and it just bounced right back up behind like second base. So the like it bounced into like an unplayable spot, and so we just rounded the bases. Shea actually rounded from second to home, so we went to extras, which we lost in, but we did good <laughs> extra innings. So pretty insane. Well, we Dom, you want to take us to a social media, and then we will come back with uh, some spelling bee talk. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, Beer Breath Pcast. Like our Facebook page, Beer Breath Podcast. Uh, Instagram and Snapchat Beer Breath Podcast, and you can send us an email at beerbreathpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, like our stuff, poke us, retweet us, share us, uh, let your friends know all about what's going on here at the Beer Breath Podcast, and maybe eventually you might get rewarded for that. So we'll move on to the spelling bee now. The spelling bee concluded this week, and so um, thought that it might be fun to try to spell some words. Since uh, I made it to the county spelling bee back in the day, I mean twice. Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to match a step for step. What well, grades? I did too. Uh, sixth and seventh. So no, you're no, no, sixth, up on second graders. Sixth and eighth grade. Well, I, they couldn't fucking spell anything other than mm-hmm. ghost. So did you have to do, or you volunteered for it? Because I think I quit after third grade because I got out on my first year. Uh, I was like, I'm never doing a spelling bee again. I don't remember how that all went. All I knew is I participated in the school spelling bee, and then if you got like first through sec, like first and second, and then third was a runner up, went to the county spelling bee. Dom, I have a more important question. On your desk, do you have a plaque? <laughs> uh, it's framed, actually. <laughs> It's framed. Under yeah, it's like, like a little that. spelling bee medal that I framed. Ha 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 ha. But yeah, I uh, I got out on amendment in the county spelling bee, the last one, the Osage County spelling bee. Did you guys ever do uh, 
or I don't know if they did them at bigger schools and mental math competitions too. Mm-hmm. They ever do those? I don't remember. So insane. <laughs> I was too dumb to care, I guess. <laughs> mental math. I, was in that I don't remember. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> mental math was nuts. Okay. So I think that Dom has a list of words. How do you want to do this? You want to ask one person a word? Yeah, we'll just go around the room. Oh, God. Uh, I'm so nervous. This is just going to be a one, maybe two rounds. I got some good words. Can I hold up a piece of paper and pretend to spell it out? Yeah, sure. All right, Trey. Don't ask me definitions because I won't have them. Or you can make them up. I'll make them up. Yeah, that's perfect. Naughtiness. Can you use it in a sentence? (laughs) (laughs) The naughtiness of that school teacher made the high school boys' pants a little tight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, N-A-U-G-H-T-I-N-E-S-S, naughtiness. That's correct. Wow. Yeah. Tanner. County spelling be here I come. Your word is centimeters. C E N T I M E T E R. You say centimeters or centimeter? Centimeters. Oh, and then S on the end. Is that how the spelling bee works? <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Sam. Your word is carnivores. C A R. N-I-V-O-R-E-S. That is correct. Carnivores. Who's going who's to fist first? I get honest. <laughs> There's no way. I, I suck at spelling. At Beer Breath Dad. <laughs> Carbohydrates. Fuck. <laughs> this makes me think of like on Big Daddy when he's like, God damn it, you get hit on the easy ones. ones. <laughs> who gets to, who get, does somebody get to try to steal it if somebody misses? No. Oh, That's come not... on. All right. Carbohydrates. Carbohydrates. C- a R B O H Y D R A T E S. Carbohydrates. That is correct. Oh, God damn it. Let's go. Everybody's got it right. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> Mike, your word is. Pterodactyl. <laughs> your word is hippopotamus. Hippopotamus? H I P P O P O T. A M U S. That is correct. Whoa. All right. Let's turn up the heat a little. (laughs) Let's turn up the heat. I think it'd be funny if you guys asked me what the definitions of these are. All right. Then maybe Uh, not turn up the heat on this one. (laughs) I know we we missed a real good one on centimeters for use it in a sentence. I know. All right. Uh, Trey, your word is maneuver. Oh, shit. Can you give me a (laughs) sentence and then maybe the language of origin and then maybe something else too? (laughs) The way that the teacher maneuvered past my desk made my pants a little tight. <laughs> it's the same definition. It's the same definition. I'm starting to see a little recurring trend. Maneuver. Oh, shit. I guess I'm the first one to miss, but... M-A-N-U-V-E-R-E-D, maneuvered. It's it's totally wrong. That's incorrect. Can you spell it right? Because for some reason, my brain's going to hurt. Totally. M-A-N-E-U-V-E-R. Ah, okay. Yep. I knew it was something strange. Tanner, your word is acquire. Can you use it in a sentence, please? I went down behind the Dillon, Dillons <laughs> and acquire some drugs. <laughs> to acquire. To acquire. Wait, Jesus I Christ. Went, I, went to, I went behind Dillons. To acquire some illegal okay. drugs okay. from a sketchy man. 
So acquire. it's not okay. So A C Q U I R E. That's correct. That's chump change. I thought he said acquired at first. So I was like, what the f Sam. Your word is perseverance. <laughs> Brutal. Alright, go ahead. With the uh Go ahead. Go ahead with the <laughs> just wanted to smell and make it necessary. <laughs> he just says something, he's like, Alright, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, this is tough. The way that the sketchy man behind Dylan's wanted to sell me drugs was in a way of much perseverance. <laughs> Brutal. That's like the ousted stuff. <laughs> we have no way to know that they're not just... Hey, ask like, me how to spell oust. I can get okay, that one. All right, perseverance is... Uh, I mean, this is, it's too many letters, but it's P-E-R... Perser... I think it might be P-E-R-S-E-R... V E R A N C E. I don't know. There's a lot of letters. That is incorrect. Uh, you put an extra R in there. It's P E R S E V E R A N C E. Brutal. That's like surprise. I would never yeah, spell yeah, yeah. it with that R. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find a good one. Oh, here we go. Curtis. Curtis, your word is conscientious. Conscientious. <laughs> you conscientious. <laughs> can, I, can I have the definition? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, can you use it in a sentence? No. Word, word of origin, not English. <laughs> probably, probably Latin Con somehow. Okay. Conscientious. Conscientious. <laughs> Conscientious. Okay. C O N S C I E. N C I O U S conscientious. That is incorrect. You got an I at the well, end. It, it nope, it. it's a T instead of a C at the oh, end. Oh, what? Shis. Conscientious. That's, that's conscientious. A, a C instead of a T? Yeah, yeah. That's no, no, no. It's a T instead of a C. You said C. You said C I O U S, oh. and it's T I O U S. Well, who fucking knows? You don't even know how to say it. I'm getting defensive. All right. Don't ask yourself. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just pissed for it. I'm failing this fake spelling bee. Mike. How did Tanner get a choir? Mike, your word is hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> H-O-U-R-D-E-R-S. No. no. <laughs> That's incorrect. <laughs> I don't even have it on here, but I wanted somebody to try to spell it because I've been trying to it do that at work. It's H, right? H -O -R -S. It's H-O-R-S-D apostrophe O. What? It's just two words. <laughs> I just wanted somebody to try to spell that because uh, I've been putting invites together for like a client event at work and we, we're serving hors d'oeuvres and I just, yeah, I can't spell it. But yeah, so basically we suck at spelling. These are pretty basic words, I'm guessing. Uh, these would not be words that you would get at the spelling bee you watch on ESPN. Um, so, Ever. Yeah, we would have got shit on. Have you guys seen that game? Uh, I was watching this. I, I just saw it on Facebook. And um, these kids, they, they throw a word up onto the screen and they say uh, it's a 10-letter word, but they take out all the vowels and so they have to figure out what the word is, and they said, that's correct, spell it backwards. And so they have to spell the word backwards. Dude, it's madness. It's Neil, Neil Patrick Harris yeah, is the host. Yeah, and he, this kid, I just saw it on Facebook, but this kid is rattling him off, just boom, boom, boom. 
and they're they're crazy words. Okay, I don't know so what this called. brings back another point. You're so this is a TV show or something? Yeah, it's like a game show. Okay, so the stuff that was on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Mm-hmm. Some of those were <laughs> complete <laughs> bullshit. I you would not have learned those in those grades. They're not normal fifth graders. Well, I know, but I'm saying like the questions are like this is a first grade question. It's like yeah, it's true. Okay. Also, kids are getting a lot freaking smarter because in 1920, no, in 1936, the winning word for the national spelling bee, the eczema. You got eczema. <laughs> you got eczema. <laughs> you use that in a Does sentence? anybody know how to spell that? Can you use it in a sentence? Eczema. You got eczema. You got eczema. <laughs> I would say e x z e m a, eczema. I don't. Want, I don't even want to try. It, it, I mean, it's basically that. It's just a C. I would. I. I mean, I knew how to spell E-C-Z? that. E C Z. E C Z. Okay. Eczema? Here's another one. In 1967. Eczema gross. <laughs> In 1967, Chihuahua. Okay, I don't know how to That's spell these. Too. Croissant. You made me drop my In croissant. Ni- <laughs> you almost made me drop my croissant. That's a French ass <laughs> name, Ivan. <laughs> croissant. Let me try that one. C. R O I S S A N T. You just won the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Congratulations. Fuck what year? And uh, nineteen sixty-eight. Or, or no, 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 seventy. Oh man, Jesus. The, the winning word in two thousand. The winning word in two thousand fifteen. Sharon shouldn't tea. And Sha- there's two winners. That sounds like a sentence, not there's a fucking word. Two, yeah, exactly. There's fucking thirty syllables. Sharon Schnitty. And then Charcuterie? Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, this person was from Kansas. Uh, but Nuna Tuck. Okay. Or Nuna So here's the thing. Here's this what I have to say about spelling. this. If one of you little bastards is taking a break from spelling these bullshit words um to listen to our podcast, knowing these words does not make you a better person, right? Can we all agree? Knack in nineteen thirty two, are you kidding? Knack? Knack. Like a uh-huh. knick-knack? Yeah. knick knack Therapy in 1940. You kidding? Initials, 41. With Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. Whatever. These kids didn't know. I mean, they need to grow up. Condominium in 1956. You sound our, like the tr- our grandparents and great-grandparents are <laughs> yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> you sound like, you sound like the NBA arguments. My time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that relates, I think. Okay, well. Regardless. Grow up, kids. They will. Where do we go? (laughs) They will, actually. Where do we go from here? So the next segment would be um, the pro golf attributes. So um, this is the season for, uh, well, I guess in light of the LeBron MJ talk, you always see those things that it's like, you have five dollars do this or whatever and so that got us thinking um about our golf games because it's also golf season and if we had to start golf completely over what would our one attribute be that we would like and so we are looking at um either off the tee so your driving ability your iron play your wedge play or your putting so it's basically you're starting over and which would you like to have um how, how would you say it a leg up on or a head start on yeah basically not really a head start because your game in that aspect isn't gonna go up probably from there right 
We're saying like you have a pro you ability. You have a pro ability. It's not going to get any better. Yeah. Okay. But everything else is shit. Okay, Sam, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Um, I don't think this is much. I'm pretty adamant on my stance of irons. Uh, we talked about this before. Like you, you can save yourself if you have pro, like let's say Tiger irons uh, ball striking. I know it's not ball striking. We can say Tiger irons ability. Um, you can make a lot of things happen from anywhere on the course. So we're probably talking what three through nine iron. And we'll leave wedges out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you can, you can, like Mike kind of talked about before. I mean, I'm a god awful putter, so I'll just uh, you know, even if I just restarted from zero, I'd probably be the exact same. <laughs> so like that's not that whatever. <laughs> like that's fine. Um, driving. I, I mean. I don't know if we're saying you have to drive with a driver or three wood, but I can just pull out my three iron and pipe it 240, so um, or 250. So I'm I'm pretty cool with uh, with iron play. Uh, I think I can shoot. You know, I think I can break par with simply an iron play and crap other play. Tanner, what about you? Um, I think the two I would well. As it was between driving and putting for me because driving you can be in that uh, long drive competition, <laughs> but I but I would go completely with, different approach. I would, go with, I would go with putting because I have a buddy named Travis Walsh. He lives in Chicago. He actually uh, pro, uh, he's in like the U.S. Pro Mini Golf tournaments, and he make <laughs> he actually no all he does every day is he goes and plays goofy golf at because he's in like he played in the U.S. Open last year and won like ten grand. Wow. Millionaire. Like literally, the U.S. Open oh, mini every, golf every day. There's such yeah, a thing. He, every day he just goes and plays at mini golf courses That's and just insane. puts all day and fucks around. There's so to make ten grand a year. So, <laughs> so I was really hoping that I was gonna get backed up on this uh, by what Tanner said um, because I would choose putting out of all of those. Um, but Tanner went completely in the opposite direction of what I was thinking. Uh, though m- my thought around this is that you're supposed the People say that you learn the game from green to tee. So, like, they always trash on people who go to the driving range and pull up their driver right off the bat and just try piping it. It's like, yeah, you can hit it 350 yards, but you can't putt. (laughs) So, my thought is I would like to have pro putting stats right off the bat because also I remember back when I first started golfing, which wasn't that long ago, my putting was shit. I could not putt for like anything so if i had a leg up there i could still slap the ball around with all my other clubs get on in six and then two putt for an eight Trey, i had the same approach <clears throat> as sam i would like iron shots because just for the exact same reasons totally agree with him you could play a good round of golf with just irons off the tee and irons from all over the all over the course i don't think there's even a close second currently i suck at driving but i think irons would be awesome yeah, I don't I don't see how you could choose putting because I mean you can't like kinda like Tanner said, you can get better at putting by going and playing putt putt. Whereas opposed to like my irons I've been working on for fifteen years of my existence of playing golf, I'm still really bad. But <laughs> okay, spend, but you're bringing in you're bringing in your own bias there. Is the I thing. know, but still, like little kids play putt putt. Little kids don't pipe at two <laughs> two thirty with their yeah, three iron. Yeah, putt putt is not even the different. same. I know, but it's still the same concept. Like you can, a little kid can putt. A little kid can't get his three iron out and hit it two thirty. Okay, putting was I my think third. we're thinking of this. 
it completely differently. Obviously, you can master a putting stroke in two days. You can get a putting stroke down, no problem. It's the fact of knowing how to putt, knowing how the greens roll, being able to like read the greens, being able to read the break. Okay. Well, uh, so I brought the stat up earlier. Okay. So you have a 50% chance of making – this is pro players, tour mm-hmm. players on the PGA Tour. From 7 feet, 10 inches, you have a 50% chance of making that putt. And anything further than that goes down. A 10-foot putt, you have a 38% chance of making – Okay. So, like, even the best putters in the world, like, a 10-foot putt, after that, you have less than a 38% chance of making. That's fine. I don't – when I putt, even now, I don't – a lot of the times, I know I'm not going to make it. So, I'm like, I need to get this close and two-putt. How many times when you first started putting did you four-putt, five-putt? I know I putted five-putt, six-putt a shit ton of times. Yeah, but you also don't spend – have you spent the same amount of time no. on the putting green that you have? No, but I'd like to see those stats – the same distances, but two putt. What is the what is the average? It's probably 85, 90% of seven feet and in that that's a two putt. Yeah. But if seven, I would take a two putt, if I got onto the green, I'd take a two putt every single time within seven feet, 10 inches. Yeah. But see, that seven feet for them, though, is probably for birdie or for eagle. For that's fucking par for us, probably. That's what I think the difference is. Is those guys are, I mean, those percentages are down, but they're putting that fucking 30 foot for Eagle or some shit. Whereas, like, I'm with Dom, though, where I'm probably going to miss the green and shit, where if I could just chip it, you know, and I'm going to guarantee to make seven feet of in, I'd par every fucking hole. I know that, I know that when you're seven feet, when you're at seven foot, you're not going to make it every time. And I know a pro golfer is not going to make a seven foot putt every time. I understand that. But I know that their percentage of two putts, as opposed to three putts is a lot higher. Pros don't three, four, yeah, five, just, six putt. We can just use a general. So like just general for, for all of us, um, you shoot 90, you probably putt 32 times, 33 times. Um, so on Dom's point, that is true. Cause I think pros are probably mid twenties, right? Most of the time they might be yeah. more just because on the super hard courses. Yeah. Um, but you, you're probably gaining, seven strokes around um which, which would be i mean but that's yeah like we said then you're having to do shit other stuff i i was gaining seven off of like our ability now so it's a little different let's just think of a par five okay and you pick irons so you have a shit drive it goes you know 190 yards into the rough but you got good irons right so you so we're hit- saying you have to do use every aspect of one of those because if I was picked irons, I wouldn't hit my driver, is what we were saying. Okay, so let's say you hit your irons and you hit a really good iron, 220 I, yards. Yep, and then you're still 300 yards out. It's a 520-yard par five. So you're still 300 yards out, and you hit another uh, 223 iron, 224 iron or whatever, and then you got a wedge play. So now your wedge game well, shit. Well, we can easily say we'd hit two nine irons. Boom. Okay, I'm this is so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't, All I'm I saying is that... I honestly can't see another argument besides iron. But you... Okay, so I, I would say iron. Okay, so you... Okay, par five. Iron, iron, iron on. You're on in three. Okay, you're green in regulation on par five. And then you fucking six putt. So you shot a nine. What, what's if the difference between hitting eight? You wouldn't put it that far away. Yeah. What if it's the difference hitting eight shots before or eight shots after? 
Like that's what uh, we're arguing, I guess. Okay, so I will say since I didn't give my take, I will say I would probably choose irons because there's more of a recovery factor and a chance to score going in. But I can definitely see where Dom's coming from too because I mean, championships basically are like one when you're putting, right? Like if you can consistently two putt or one putt in, like that makes a huge difference. Like that makes a huge difference. If you're a really good putter and it's so hard to like be able to read greens, especially when there's like a dual break, Mm -hmm. if you could master that art and given I've never really tried to do that now, but if I had the pro ability to read greens, they get them so close so many, like so often that it's, I can see where that would be coming. You would shave strokes off there. Here's the thing. There's nothing more frustrating than having good iron play in getting to a green, even on a par four, getting to the green in regulation, and then three putting. Here's the thing, too. Okay, you've got pro iron play, right? But pros get green in regulation. Like uh, the top percentage this year is probably like seventy percent green in regulation. I don't know if that's true or not. But okay, so in that thirty percent, you're relying on your wedge play. So you skull one you across the green play too, though. Huh? You do too. You have bad bludge play, too, with just choosing putting. I know, but you're saying that irons is so much better than choosing putting, but all I'm saying is that it's still an aspect of your game, so you're going to be sculling chips across. It's the same thing I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be you know, playing hockey golf until I get to the green, and then I'm good. And you guys are good, and you get to the green, or you miss that 30% you miss the green, then you're sculling chips across, and then you get on the putt, and you four-putt. See what I'm saying? I can see both sides because I think I think my thing with that though is like if I had my irons good and I just had to practice a little bit on my irons, I would spend a million more time because I do not go to the chipping and putting green at hardly at all compared <laughs> to what I go to the driving range. Yeah. So if you didn't if you switch those, I think it would be easier to become better at chipping and putting than it would be to become a better iron player. Yeah, but putting has the same same changes, I guess you could say, from round to round. Because every course that you play, the degree of slopes are different. The type of grass is, I don't know if the type of grass is different, The uh, but the speed of the grass is different. The shape of the green is different. So like when you're when you're looking at a, a green, I could go out to Colbert Hills, little shout out there. I could go out to Colbert Hills on the putting green. You're really good at putting on the putting green. Putting, putting, putting. But if I go to Lamont, where the greens are a lot slower, being able to pick that up quickly. I mean, even when we were just playing just now, like given that's not a, a pro ability, but I go out there and I three putt on mm-hmm. one. I, you should never three. I mean, you should never... Should you ever three putt? I guess would be the other thing. Like if, you should never four putt. Three putt is like fuck. Three putt is when you walk off the green and contemplate if you want to golf it. <laughs> yeah, because I mean I really, three putt all the time. You but. should say like, okay, I'm gonna pretend the cup. You should aim to two putt every time. <laughs> aim to hit the green at regulation every time. That's why it's there. But you should pretend the cup is like three feet wide. Because that's a gimme when we just play, you know, shit golf. I want to look up the pro stats here and look up two putt compared to three putt and then look up green and regulation because then we can look at a scorecard. Let's say we go out to golf and we say, okay, you choose irons. Take 30%. If it's 70% green and regulation, a pro gets. Take 30% of the holes 
and you do not get green regulation there and then play like that. And then on my end, I'll be like, okay, take 15 or 20% of the holes and I have to three putt those holes. Everything else is a two putt automatically. If I could auto two putt, I I mean, you'd almost have to take that, right? Yeah, but pro stats, I, it's got it's going to be over. I'm guessing average is probably over two putt, just slightly. I would imagine if if you walked up to a pro and said you're going to two putt everything, then it depends on the course. Augusta, they're probably like, yeah, I'll take that today. Yeah, I don't know the. The average amount of putts, because I remember this from golf class, from when you have a 50% chance of making it from 7 feet, 10 inches, mm-hmm. the average amount of putts that takes is 1.5 putts. So everything everything farther than that just keeps going up. Yeah. So it if you're at 1.5 and that's like the range that you should hit, Yeah. then... It's gonna keep going up. You could say the same thing about irons, though. You could say, okay, you're you're pitching wedge. Let's say you're 130, 140 yards out. Which for pro a pitching wedge, they hit like 180. Uh, but that's like 90. percent But when you get to a five iron, it's 60. percent When you get to a three iron, it's 40. percent I guess my whole argument is, I think if I spent the amount of time on the chipping and putting green that I spent at the driving range. Then I would, my, it would be easier to be better with my wedges and putter than it would be to be better with my irons because I've spent 15 years on the driving range and I still suck with my irons. <laughs> I don't know. That's, which would you choose? That's a question for Twitterverse, I think. I think it's about time to wrap up. Yeah. So we, I don't know that we're going to come to a conclusion here. We all suck at spelling. Tanner won on the word acquire, so. We all suck at golf. We all suck at golf. Basically, just life. Basically, (laughs) we just suck. So, let's go around for last call. Tanner, what's your last call? Um, I just want to know, play each other in golf. Huh? I want to know when we're all going to play each other in golf. It's a good question. Just try that. We didn't need to set up a beer breath podcast day out. Um, Didn't we challenge each other to like a... There's a challenge thrown somewhere with like tandems of two. I don't mm. remember. Whatever. Sam? I like playing match. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I kind of end it similar to, I think it was last Friday's, uh, saying that you guys are pretty heinous arguing anything against irons. I, I don't know how we can. I don't even know if I took, if I took irons out of the equation and just went driving, chipping, putting. Like, I think I would choose putting, but it wouldn't even be as quick. Like, that would even take a little <laughs> bit of thought. Um, so, uh, that's that's pretty much uh, my thought is, obviously, I would choose. A, and last piece, I could, as much as I practice, I could never hit a three-iron stinger 240 um, like I could do as a pro. But I can always make a 40-foot putt, even as an amateur. One time, maybe not as consistently, but one time. So, at least I could do something that a pro could do. Oh, it's like the little Giants theory there, maybe. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, you get your ass kicked, but that one time. That's nothing like it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just interested to see what kind of clubs I'm going to buy. I'm researching clubs. I think I've said that once before, but I'm pretty I'm a big baby when it comes to purchases, so 
I've been researching and researching and all this talk about irons. Now I'm just sitting here reading what kind of irons I'm going to get. Get those new PXG irons. Yeah. Let me just mortgage a house too. 3,500. <laughs> Michael? Uh, my last call is Dom on the 1970 spelling bee with croissant. So congrats, <laughs> Dom. <laughs> Thank you. Nice job. And my, uh, my last call is going off of um, that as well where kids back in the day just, I mean... They America. walked up to skill. Whoa. <laughs> they walked up at school both ways, but they didn't know how to spell fucking croissant. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, choose. They had to work in factories at eight. But. Yeah. So kids are getting smarter. We always get ragged on for being. Uh, we. I, I'm just in third grade now. <laughs> <laughs> but but when you think about it real quick, like Larry would refuse to spell something as fruity as croissant, right? <laughs> Croissants are good as shit. He'd spell croissant. Yeah, he would spell. No, but it's like a French thing. Larry would well, just my dad also pass. wasn't built in 1941. <laughs> built? <laughs> he wasn't built then. <laughs> he wasn't born in 1941. I thought it was 1970. And it doesn't matter the exact time. My point was Larry's too badass to ever spell something like croissant. <laughs> shit. Wait, I didn't get to do my last call. Go ahead. I wasn't done with mine, but you're fine. <laughs> 2017 PGA Tour Player of the Year, who was also the tour's best putter, was in fact Justin Thomas. Boom, conversation over. I don't know if that really argues anything, but thank you for trying to help me. He's probably pretty that, damn good at the rest of the game that, too. The guy who putted, the guy who putted the best in the PGA Tour, who won five tournaments, also was the Tour Player of the Year and won the FedEx Cup. So. Putting is the most important attribute. Yeah, but you wanted it so you could mini golf. Well, hell yeah, you got to have a backup plan. <laughs> Life after golf. Is My, well, you're not gonna you're not gonna play on the pro tour if you can't drive or hit irons or hit wedges. So that's the way I was thinking. My last call is that it doesn't matter what we argue about. I don't think we ever come to a conclusion. Everybody's too damn hard headed. Yeah, it's okay. Mine's I'd prefer not to agree with you guys on everything. We need to start arguing more. And by arguing, oh, I, I mean to, just listening to me I forgot to tell right. everyone that I grew a mullet. Huh? I forgot to tell everyone I grew a mullet. Well, that's a good way to end the show. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday, June... 5th? X day. 4th? June something. 6th? Wednesday next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Wednesday next week. Six. A week Larry's from Larry's birthday. Wednesday. Wow. Wow. Might have to have him on. Huge.